ZUH. Imagine announcers all over the country wrestling with that name on a jersey. PZ, for short, has been around for more than 50 years. They provide the highest quality printing of everything from packaging and brochures to books and signage. With three locations throughout Utah and state-of-the-art equipment, PZ's quality and service is unsurpassed. To stand out in a digital world, nothing inspires like print. Learn more at pzprinting.com. That's P-E-C-Z-U-H.com. This is Lisa. Are you counting down the days until retirement? Today on The Lisa Show, we'll help you make absolutely sure you have what you need to stop working. And make sure you join The Lisa Show listener community on Facebook to share your questions and experiences with others who are figuring it out as we go. You can find everything you need on the BYU Radio app or listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's all on The Lisa Show on BYU Radio. Let's get you back to the Bill Bar courtside seats. Here's your host, Spencer Linton. Welcome back to the first round of the NCAA tournament. The University of Michigan in the Chrysler Center in Ann Arbor, Michigan. The 11 seed Villanova Wildcats. Scrappy, concerted effort have fought back to take a three point lead over BYU 44 41. Powered by a 7-0 run over the last four minutes and change of the third quarter. BYU has missed their last five shots, made just one of their last seven. They're in a scoring drought of almost five minutes. Alongside Kristen Kozlowski, I'm Spencer Linton. A reminder that BYU women's basketball coverage is brought to you by Discount Tire. At Discount Tire, save up to 30% of your time at the store. When you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com, let's get you taken care of. Discount Tire. Kristen, fourth quarter adjustments necessary for BYU for the Cougars to survive in advance. What's at the top of the list? Take care of the basketball, number one. They have 13 turnovers, number two. Score around the rim. Finish your shots. When you do all the work to get to the rim off the dribble, you beat your defender. Maybe a little contact or an arm contesting your shot. You have got to finish around the rim. This is a BYU team that averages 78 points per game. They're 11th in the nation in scoring offense. And plus 20 in scoring margin, good for fifth in the nation. And right now sitting at 41, it has not been their best offensive outpouring, but it's okay, it's a three-point game. Resettle yourself and win this quarter. BYU basketball to open up the fourth quarter. Shaley Gonzalez, entry pass for Lauren Gustin. Bodied up in the post, she'll spin and lose the ball going up with the left hand and she voices her frustration to the officials. So an empty possession for BYU. No real shot attempt there. And Villanova with the basketball and the three-point lead. Garzon driving on Harding, left side. Flips up a shot, defended nicely by Harding, who is undersized compared to Garzon by about 30 pounds and a couple of inches. <laughs> undersized, but much quicker. And you better bet she's going to be just as physical. Shaley Gonzalez off the screen from Gustin. Nothing there. Gustin. With position in the post is doubled up back out to Harding who fakes the three steps inside the arc for two and that one misses right side. And BYU's offensive struggles continue. Paisley Harding now just four of 13 after a really nice first half for Harding. She's stuck on those 14 points and BYU is now gonna be down five as Olsen is cutting back door Hurley with her second assist, and it's a game-high five-point lead for Villanova, 8.40 to play in the game, 46-41. Well, you got your two stars that have combined for seven of 26, and Harding and Gonzalez have just not been able to see that ball go in the hoop enough. 
for BYU. Harding takes a step back three. Huge shot on the right wing. Uh, that would qualify as an ice in her veins moment to want to take that shot and make that shot. Pulls BYU within two. A lot of confidence to step up and knock that down. That was massive. Now they have to build on that momentum, sit down and defend, get a stop. Segrist, 25 feet away. She wants Garzon. Garzon will try a 30-footer. No good. Battle for the rebound. It is loose, and BYU collects with Tegan Graham. Now Graham will slow it down, and she'll handle the point guard duties for the moment herself. Across half court, now to Albiero. Graham will set up for the screen for Albiero. Albiero comes off to pick, has Gustin given to Gonzalez. Driving baseline right, she's cut off by Hurley, but Gustin cutting to the hoop. This time she scores the layup, and we're tied at 46. A 5-0 run for BYU, 7.30 to play in the game. Now Gustin does a great job reading her defense. She turned her head to look at Gonzalez, and Gustin just backdoored her to the basket. Great cut to the basket. Now some pressure sent back to the Villanova side. Segrist. To Olsen. Olsen has Hurley he cutting inside. Hurley he got baseline, reverse layup, and a foul. What a response by the Wildcats. And Brianna Hurley. Now, the six foot grad student, she is the only player on this team with NCAA tournament appearance. And she played on the team in 2018 when this team went to the NCAA tournament. So very young, as we mentioned earlier, but what a move under the basket. Scooped it up and under through contact, able to score with a bank off the glass. 48-46, Villanova and Hurley with a free throw to make it a three-point advantage, and she knocks it down. Hurley now one of three after that make from the free throw line. She's got three points. You just heard all of them. And Villanova back in front. Harding just hit the huge three for BYU, looking to get back to the hoop, and she does so. Draws a foul, doesn't connect on the layup, but Paisley Harding with her 17 points is a perfect six for six from the free throw line, and she heads to the charity stripe after driving around Brooke Mullen, who picks up her first personal foul, and first team foul here in the fourth quarter for the Wildcats. 6.56 to play, Harding with a chance to cut into the three-point Villanova lead, and the free throw was good. 18 points to lead all scores for Paisley Harding. You know, Spencer, as a college athlete, you're going to have off nights, right? You come in, you don't always shoot your best, but I just love that Harding has been playing on attack the entire game, drawing contact, getting the free throw line. Not only do you stop the clock, you draw a foul, and you can put free throws in. Drops in both. One point Villanova lead. Wildcats with the basketball. Olsen across half court. Dribbles to her right. Between the legs on the right wing. To her left and Mullen, Segrist just inside that left elbow. Segrist got to the hoop around Graham this time. With an aggressive scoop move. Getting to her left and off the glass for an easy two. And she's got 17 in this game. Albiero has Harding baseline back to Albiero who cycled through. Gonzalez driving on Olsen is cut off. Harding. Guarded by Mullen once again. Gonzalez for three to tie. That one is no good. Rebounded by Herlihy. She did a fantastic job keeping Gustin off the boards, really getting a body into her, not allowing her any inch around the rim. Herlihy almost got a circus shot to go. Seekers with the offensive rebound. 
with that size advantage on Tegan Graham, those longer arms reaching up, grabbing the offensive rebound, and she's fouled on the putback. Two free throws coming from Maddie Segris with Villanova leading 51-48, 6.03 to play in the game. And Jeff Judkins has seen enough of his undersized lineup. He's going to go with 6'7", Sarah Hampson, and ask her for some toughness in the post to help BYU secure some rebounds. And that's a rebound they should have had, right? An extra opportunity now for this team to score. The Wildcats putting them on the line with Segris, and she's relentless on the board. So hopefully that size now with Sarah Hampson coming in, at least you're limiting her from getting it. If Sarah Hampson doesn't get it, doing her job, but at least you're limiting Segris. Segris had six points at halftime. She has 18 now, so 12 in the second half. She's taken 20 shots, made eight of them, makes one of two free throws right there, and Villanova with a four-point lead at 52-48. It is crunch time in the NCAA tournament. Maria Albiero bouncing to Hampson, and BYU pleading for a foul. I Boy, can Hampson. understand why they All are upset her. right there. Hampson's arm was slapped, no foul. And now the frustration mounts for BYU, the higher-seeded team, or better-seeded team, I should say, as they are on upset alert against Villanova. Segris for three, and there's that big shot. She was left wide open in the left corner. It's a game-high seven-point lead for Villanova, 55-48. You can't lose Maddie Segris at any point. BYU does, and she makes them pay her first triple on a wide open look. She's got 21 points. Well, we told you she was going to continue to keep shooting and one for six from distance, but it doesn't matter. That was one of the biggest shots of the game to extend their lead. A 36% shooter from distance. It's a tough matchup for Hampson when she pulls out and extends the defense. Six to nothing run for Villanova over a minute 12 of game time to push their game high lead to seven at 55-48. And the pressure mounts for BYU, Jeff Judkins and his team. The regular season champions out of the West Coast Conference, 26-3 entering this game. Now in some real trouble against the upset-minded Wildcats of Villanova. And as bad as Villanova shot the ball in the first half, they are now out shooting BYU for the game at 39% to 36%. The Cougars had an 11 point lead and it has now swung over the course of the game into a seven point deficit to Villanova. That is an 18 point swing between early in the first quarter and now 527 to play in the fourth quarter. Well, Villanova responded when BYU jumped out early and were pushing the tempo, getting out, running in transition. They had more energy. The Wildcats didn't panic. They got it done defensively. They continue to go to their leader, which has been Maddie Segris. It doesn't matter how many shots she takes. They believe in her. They've been confident in her. And on the other end for BYU, it's just been frustrating because they've had looks and haven't been able to finish around the rim. I feel like they've had decent looks. The officials are letting them play, but it's been equal, I think, on both sides, allowing some contact and just shots that you have to knock down to continue to build your lead. Otherwise, you're going into those scoring droughts in and out of them. Well, between BYU turnovers, 13 for the game, and nine offensive rebounds grabbed by Villanova, they're plus two in that category on BYU. The Wildcats have attempted seven more shots overall than BYU, 54 to the Cougars, 47. And after that three from Segrist, Villanova six of 23 from the three-point line, 26%, not great, but they're making them in the second half when it counts. BYU five of 14 beyond the arc, 
That good for just under 36%. This portion of BYU women's basketball is brought to you by Edge Pest Control. At Edge, we sell pest control, knock doors, and love it. With your commitment and our managers, you will sell more and have an amazing experience. Join us. Check us out on social media at EdgeD2D or visit us online at www.edgeD2D.com. A seven-point deficit in a game like this in some ways feels like a double-digit oh, deficit. I was going to say 11 or 12-point deficit because you know each other's strengths so well. They're so similar in what they run, and, and I feel like Villanova's done a fantastic job defensively getting out there pressuring. Right now, they're coming out of this break. Full extended pressure in man-to-man -man defense, so Albiero will get the inbound. But that extended pressure is something that they really have to just attack and continue to get to the rim. I'd be surprised if BYU doesn't go to the rim with Harding or Gonzalez here and look for something potentially at the free throw line. Harding is inside the key, and she spins over her right shoulder out of some trouble and scores it easily from six feet away. Got away from the defense. That's one of the easier buckets that's been granted to BYU all game. So it's a five-point Villanova lead with the basketball. The Wildcats with 15 on the shot clock will happily wind some clock with their five-point lead. Hurley here for three, that's an air ball. BYU gets the defensive stop they need. Gustin flips it over to Gonzalez, who is across midcourt. 4.40 to play in the game. Gonzalez, and her pass is deflected, knocked off the knee of Harding. Fast break opportunity for Oriole. Albiero gets back for BYU. A nice hustle play by Maria Albiero to knock it out of Orioles' hands, but it goes off of a BYU knee and will stay with Villanova, which will take us to the under five media timeout. 4.33 to play in the game. 25 seconds on the shot clock for Villanova with the basketball are the Wildcats. When we come back, you're listening to the NCAA Tournament first round on the BYU Radio Sports Network. Cougar fans, whether you like to rise and shout or just chill out, BYU basketball season is blanket season. There is no better way to stay cozy and warm than wrapped in a luxurious, comfortable blanket from Minky Couture. Minky Couture's blankets can be customized for every Cougar fan, big or small. Minky Couture is locally owned and operated with locations in Ogden, Layton, Draper, Orem, Sugarhouse, and St. George. Check out Minky Couture's wide array of blankets in any of our six locations or online at MinkyCouture.com. From business matters to family matters, from legal advice to litigation, Fillmore Spencer is your full-service law firm headquartered just a mile north of Lavelle Edwards Stadium on University Avenue. Fillmore Spencer is Utah County's largest local law firm with branch offices in Salt Lake and St. George. Top-rated lawyers consistently voted Utah Valley's favorite law firm. With its broad legal expertise, Fillmore Spencer can play both offense and defense and even provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Are you a true blue BYU fan? There is no better way to show your Cougar pride than with a BYU license plate. You don't have to wait until your registration is due and the annual $35 fee counts as a tax deductible donation. 100% of proceeds from the BYU plates goes towards student scholarships. There is no reason to wait. Head to your local DMV or alumni.byu.edu slash plates to get one today. Go Cougs! Let's get you back to the Bill Bar courtside seats. Here's your host, Spencer Linton. Villanova 
on the upset hunt as the 11th seed against number six seed BYU. The Wildcats out of the Big East finished second to powerhouse UConn. But the Wildcats playing like that power team that knocked off UConn earlier in the season, albeit without Paige Beckers, but still they're showing you the grit and determination and scoring capability they have here today. They have forced 14 BYU turnovers, which is one over the average of BYU this season, still with 433 to play in the game. And the Wildcats have only turned it over seven times of their own. They're taking care of the ball. You could say maybe that BYU is not creating enough turnover opportunities as well. Yeah, not extending the pressure like we're seeing from the Wildcats for sure, but I've been so impressed with the youth of this team. Players like Lucy Olson, who's a freshman, stepping up and then coming in off the bench when you have Caitlin Oriole, a 5'10 freshman coming in. Runyon's just a sophomore. We've talked about the youth. They only have four veteran players, and right now they are setting the tone. Villanova inbounds the basketball from their own baseline with the five-point lead. 4.25 to go, 15 seconds on the shot clock. Here is the aforementioned Olsen. They want Hurley inside. Now they've got her with Harding defending. Back out for a wide open three from Olsen, and she misses it. Offensive rebound grabbed by Segrist against Sarah Hampson. So again, BYU's gotten back-to-back -back stops, but a turnover and now an offensive rebound have negated those. Very crucial, crucial possession. Segrist, Hurley flips it over. Hampson quickly, kind of a line drive shot that skips off the rim. Now BYU's got to go on offense. Harding driving baseline, and there is a turnover on Paisley Harding. Runyon moving her feet very well on that baseline. And she and just cut her off. Cut her off, Completely dribbled the ball out of bounds. Paisley Harding turns it over 15 BYU turnovers, and the Villanova advantage remains at five. Cougars running out of time to make a run here. They're showing a 2-3 zone now. They were just in a man-to-man -man prior. Segrist trying to flash high post in that zone. Will come out to the right wing. Gives to Runyon. Cycled to Garzone. Runyon with one second on the shot clock. Garzone fires up a desperation air ball. BYU with a fourth consecutive stop on defense but no points to show for it in the previous three stops. Yeah, this is where you really have to be more disciplined on the offensive side and not turn it over. We saw a turnover and then just a tough drive by Paisley Harding, but knowing that you can't force it, another turnover. So back-to-back -back turnovers. Gonzalez entry pass, Gustin, who has nice position. She turns and gets that layup, spinning through the lane off the right side to Use some English and roll it in. It's a three-point game. Now you got to get a stop. Buckle down one more time. Get a stop. They're back in a zone defensively, the Cougars are, which was effective last possession. Hurley to Runyon. And Villanova content to run the shot clock down. Hurley is fouled from the short corner left shooting. Two free throws to come for Brianna Hurley. The graduate student. Veteran forward out of Braintree, Massachusetts. Huge free throws coming for Hurley here with her team leading by three. 2.37 to play in the game. 55-52 Villanova in front. The first free throw from Hurley is short and bounces off to the right side. No good. Now she comes in at 73% from the charity stripe, so pretty decent, but now one for four on that miss at the line. Second free throw rattles that one down. Four-point Villanova lead. 
Albiero with possession for the Cougars. Across midcourt, picked up by Garzone. And Albiero will dribble away from Paisley Harding on the screen. Now gives to Harding and Graham steps into a three. Got it! Tegan Graham with a huge three. She was left open for a moment. Didn't hesitate, knocks it down. It's a one-point game. Villanova in front, 56-55, and a timeout for the Wildcats and head coach Denise Dillon. Who is shaking her head over there in frustration to give up a wide-open look to the top three-point shooter for BYU. A lucky break for the Cougars. Tegan Graham didn't even expect to be that open because she wasn't even looking for her shot, but stepped up, knocked it down. Once she realized how much space she had, she's got 11 points, three for six from distance. BYU has made each of their last three shots, five of the last seven. Villanova, meanwhile, no field goals in the last 323. And the Cougars have come up with five consecutive defensive stops. They'll try and make it six in a row, trailing by one here, 2.07 to play in the game, 22 seconds on the shot clock for Villanova. The Wildcats with the basketball. March Madness with all of the tense moments, the pressure, this is what it's about. Well, BYU did a good job, I think, of mixing it up defensively, going into that zone. We saw them go man and then securing the board when they needed to. Yes, they fouled and put Hurley on the line, but this is where you got to buckle down again. Get a stop with this one-point game. Possessions are so crucial right now. Hurley, they go to... Segris cutting back door, and Segris does a nice job to collect that pass. It was a frozen rope pass. She caught it, scored it in the post with some pressure in her face. Three-point Villanova lead. Graham cutting to the basket, has the ball knocked down by Segrist. And a turnover by BYU after the frenetic exchange on the baseline. Oh my goodness, the turnovers just continue to add up for BYU now 16 on the game, only eight for Villanova. And the Wildcats take some momentum back with the three-point lead and the basketball, 132 to play in the game. Off those 16 turnovers, they've scored 14 points, which has just been the Achilles heel of BYU in this game. Looking for two more off turnover here, perhaps three. Runyon, wide open three, shoots an air ball. And Gonzalez has it for BYU collecting the Cougars. But their star point guard, or rather shooting guard, she'll hand out to Tegan Graham, and Jeff Judkins is going to take a timeout. 1-12 to play in the game. BYU basketball, the Cougars trailing by three, 58-55. A smart timeout right now from Coach Judkins. He's got two timeouts remaining after he uses this one, and you've got to get something at the basket, get the ball in the right hands of who you want taking the shot. Looking maybe for an isolation play. I feel like Harding has done a fantastic job when they do get her isolated. But I think that's what they're going to anticipate is that they're probably going to go to Harding, who's been really good off the dribble when she does get it in the isolation. So Harding has to be smart. And if the defense collapses, get a good kick out. 72 seconds to play in regulation. BYU basketball trailing by three. Tegan Graham will inbound in front of her own bench on the far sideline. As we see it, BYU moving left to right. She'll go to Albiero. Gonzalez has Harding coming off the screen straight away. They isolate Harding. 
She gets to the basket, misses the left-handed layup. Pretty good look. Perhaps wanted some contact and expected more, and she missed the layup. Oriole with the basketball for Villanova. The trap scenario for the Cougars, and a timeout, Villanova. 50 seconds to play, 20 seconds on the shot clock. Wildcats still in front by three with the basketball. Under a minute to go. Boy, what a tough missed layup from Harding. They got the isolation play like they wanted, where Harding sets a back pick, then they get a down screen from Gustin. She pops up top, and off the dribble, just couldn't finish. Once again, around the rim, a 30 to 22 advantage, points in the paint. A lot of points left out there, and just right off the rim, or not enough on it to get it to go through the hoop. Well, we've already seen one major upset in this tournament. Florida Gulf Coast, a 12 seed, taking down a five seed. BYU trying to avoid an upset of sorts here as the six seed against the 11 seed Villanova. But the Wildcats in prime position to do so with the basketball up three. 20 seconds on the shot clock, 50 seconds again to play in the game. Segrist will take the inbound pass. And Villanova will go to a stall tactic with Segrist and Oriole way out near half court. Olsen flashes top of the three-point line. So Hurley, Oriole with five on the shot clock and a steal. No. Yes, a steal by Gustin as she ripped it away from Oriole. BYU's got to go now. Gonzalez flips to Sarah Hampson, and she scores. It's a one-point game, 26.6 to play. Timeout, BYU. Excellent job executing defensively. You didn't want to give up a shot, right? They go into the style tactic. BYU continued to defend, get the passing lanes when Oriole drove. They collapsed on her, and Gustin was able to rip that away. And I love that Gonzalez very quickly got it to Hampson. Nice little lob where she could just keep it high and finish. That steal by Lauren Gustin coming at a critical moment. We'll call that our Metal Mart steal of the game. Everyone's metal store, Palmer's Metal Mart. Big defensive stand by BYU. Gustin starting the break, Hampson finishing the layup. So now the situation where we don't have the shot clock remaining because we're under that with 26.6 remaining and whether you foul, if you're going to foul, you want to foul Lucy Olson, the freshman, who's just a 54%, excuse me, 59% free throw shooter coming in. So that is a player you want to foul. BYU extending their pressure all the way up. Long skip pass. Harding couldn't quite get to it. Hurley he does. Garzon. Tries to dribble out of pressure, and she is fouled. Garzon with the three points. Hit a huge three-pointer earlier in the second half, and she'll go to the free-throw line for some pressure-packed free-throws. Fourth foul. It's just a fourth-team foul. Fourth-team foul, I should say. So BYU actually needs one more. Garzon will not shoot free-throws. BYU's got to foul one more time to put the Wildcats in the two-shot bonus. 19.9 seconds to play. Villanova leading by one, 58-57. Tegan Graham will guard the inbound pass of Mullen. They go to Segrist, and there may have been a backcourt situation there. Did Segrist receive the ball in the front court and then come to the backcourt? That's what BYU was arguing. It looked like she touched it and then jumped over, and there was a pause from Paisley Harding wanting the call. She looked over at the ref which took three seconds plus off of the clock. BYU wanting to foul as quickly as possible, but she was waiting for the whistle from the official. Segrist for two free throws. 
So even if she makes both at this point, it's still a one possession game. Seagra's first free throw is perfect. She's got 20, or 24 points now. Chance of one more, 59-57. Villanova in front by two, 16.2 seconds to play. Nation's second leading scorer makes both. Three-point Villanova lead. And now the cat and mouse of the coaching staffs begin. Does BYU opt for a quick two here and another foul, trying to get a steal? Or have we reached the point where BYU needs to seek out a three-pointer? I think they're going to look for a three from Graham or Hardy. And if that's not there, tell them to attack very quickly, right, and get to the rim. But I think the initial look that they want, they're very confident in those two knocking down a three-point shot, even Albiero if she has to. I mean, she hasn't hit a shot since early in the game where she hit that three and another two. But Graham, your best three-point shooter out there, and Harding, another option. She's just one for four in the game. But Harding is a player that wants the ball in clutch situations to knock down a big shot. BYU as a team from the three-point line, 6 of 15 shooting, 40%. Graham has made the three, as we just talked about, on six attempts from beyond the arc. If not Tegan Graham or Paisley Harding, do you go Albiero or Gonzalez? I mean, at this point, they have four players that are currently on the floor that can all shoot the three or have done so at a relatively decent rate this season. And, and scoring's been hard to come by, right? So. Maybe you get something quick. I mean, if they have to, you got to get something quick and play the foul game and, and hope that they don't make it. But an opportunity here with just one three-point shot, and I know that they believe in their three-point shooters. A lot of high fives coming out of this timeout to Tegan Graham. So watch for her to get the ball, Spencer, if they can get her an open look. Well, Graham's going to inbound it, and so often do we see in college basketball on both the men's and women's side, the inbounder is obviously one of the most dangerous players. Watch for the quick inbound, and then maybe go right back to Graham for a quick pop-and-pull three-pointer. So Graham to inbound in front of the BYU bench, 16.2 to play. She goes to Harding. Harding wants Graham. Graham will force up a three. Her shot is blocked, and a foul is called. And Graham thought that she was fouled on the three-point shot, but BYU had plenty of time. I we it still just have 8.4 like left in the game. It felt like a rushed opportunity there with 8.4, as you said, Kristen, still to play. Villanova with the three-point lead, and they'll shoot two free throws. Hurley, he was the one fouled, and she'll go back to the free throw line. Now BYU hoping for two misses and a miracle here after just a rushed three-point opportunity. Hurley, he makes the first. And that might be enough for Villanova to secure the upset here in the first round and advance in the bracket. Hurley he for one more, 61-57. She missed that one. Gustin goes to Gonzalez, and Villanova will foul BYU. Well, they just have one foul, because, make that two now. Yes. And so you don't want them to get any opportunities. They're going to play the foul game. They have fouls to give before you even put BYU on the line. Cougars do not have any timeouts remaining, so they cannot advance the ball to half court. And it's 6.3 on the clock, down four. Graham looking for a full court pass. She'll bounce to Albiero, and they'll foul Albiero, 4.6. Another 1.8 seconds come off the clock. And Villanova can just foul to the end of the game. The Wildcats have essentially secured this thing up four with 4.6 seconds to play and still two fouls to give. 
Jeff Judkins really upset that there was no foul call on the Tegan Graham three-point shot, but I'm just not sure there was much there. And Paisley Harding is fouled quickly, 3.7 to play. Harding hits the deck on her end of the floor. Four team fouls on Villanova. One more will put BYU on the free throw line. So at this point, I doubt Villanova will foul. Just let BYU throw up a desperation shot. And then celebrate into the second round. Boy, what a, what a tough game for BYU. Harding. One foot of three is an air ball, and that will fall out of bounds with point two to play, and that is gonna do it. Oh, what a tough, tough way to finish the season for BYU after the greatest regular season in program history. 26 and three, now 26 and four. BYU loses their final two games in the West Coast Conference Tournament Championship to Gonzaga. The Bulldogs advancing to the second round after a win over Nebraska yesterday and they are the lone West Coast Conference member remaining in the bracket. A shocker here as BYU and their season come to an end in defeat at the hands of the Villanova Wildcats who now await either Michigan or American in the second game of the day. Heartbreaker for BYU and for the fans and for all that they poured into this season and for those seniors that came back this year to try and get further in the tournament, knowing that they had it in them, that they were much better than even last year when they made it to the second round and bowed out with Arizona and weren't able to get past Arizona. And, and my heart goes out to those seniors because I've been in that situation and what a frustrating game. And, you know, you can't get the shot to fall like you want and you're hoping and you're trying so hard to do so much off the dribble and be physical and just not the best scoring night for BYU. Shot 39%, 21 for 54 overall from the floor. They did finish six for 17 from distance, but when you miss so many shots around the rim and Villanova, I thought, finished more when they needed to in crucial moments down the stretch. Boy, a big shot from Maddie Segrist. That three-point shot, I thought, that baseline three where she was left open, huge, crucial moment. And she finished with 25 points to lead all scores in this game. The final score, 61-57. The 11-seed Villanova takes out the 6-seed BYU to advance in the bracket. The Michigan Wolverines taking the floor for game number two. Those are the cheers that you hear. And BYU with such lofty aspirations based on what they accomplished in the regular season. Watch the dream come to a crashing halt in the first round. That is the beauty and sometimes absolute pain of this tournament. One game to survive in advance, and credit to Villanova, they get it done today. Maddie Segrist, 25 points, just below her season average. BYU led by Paisley Harding's 21 points on six of 17 shooting. Shaley Gonzalez struggled three of 14 from the field, eight points, did have eight assists, but the 16 turnovers by BYU, really hard to overcome. They were minus seven in the turnover category, Villanova, Villanova only giving it away nine times. And the Cougars just could not climb back from a seven point hole that they found themselves in in the fourth quarter. Came back to tie it, could not climb the mountain again in the fourth quarter. It was a game of runs. We really went back and forth from the start. I thought BYU came out with the first punch and really just had a lot of energy and from there, 
never regained that edge that we saw them start the game with. I don't know what caused that. I think that Villanova kind of settled into what they were doing, got the nerves out, and really got more physical. They extended their pressure defensively. They did a much better job of being able to get out there and make the BYU guards uncomfortable. The backcourt just had a hard time really getting in the offense, setting it up. We saw uncharacteristic turnovers time and time again in crucial moments. And that's not this BYU team. And they are a top five team in ball control coming in with assist per game and assist turnover ratio in the nation. And so just not their game. It's unfortunate because I think these BYU players know that this is a game they could have won. They're going to look back and go, this is a game that we should have won probably because we had plenty of opportunities to score and finish around the rim and just couldn't get it done. We'll have much more courtside from Ann Arbor, Michigan as we recap what is a stunning and very abrupt ending to what has been a magical season for BYU women's basketball. We'll be back with the Cougar Post Game Show on BYU Radio right after this. <laughs> 